Welcome back to Pick Up the Phone. I'm your host, Camelia, and today we have a caller on the line. Who are we speaking with? Hi, guys. I'm Audrey McGovern. Um, I'm living in Richmond, and I'm very excited to be here with my dear friend, Cammie. We finally have one of my favorite people in the world, Miss Audrey, here. I don't know why I always call you Miss Audrey, but I I love it. Have to. It's a it's a must. Audrey, how how do we meet? How do we know each other? I was thinking about this like in preparation for this podcast, and I honestly don't really know. I know that we met through like a mutual friend, and the first time I can remember us hanging out was like we were at a Wendy's, which is kind of weird because you're a vegetarian. So I don't know what you would get at a Wendy's. And then we just like walked around Blacksburg. That was the first time I think the two of us hung out by ourselves. Right, right. I remember that. Also, I don't think I got anything because I don't think I could eat it. I think oh, you got a four by four and I didn't get anything. That's so embarrassing for me. Wow. Honestly, I fucking love the Wendy's four by four though. That That's a, a deal that smacks like yeah no I think what's funny is we were like casually friends for over a year before we became close friends yeah I don't know why like I feel like if we literally just hung out one-on-one it would have been like so fun as it as it obviously is but it's just like I don't know what was like keeping us from being like better friends I feel like with a lot of friendships it's like you meet someone you kind of like hit it off you like become really close but yeah we had this friendship where like we were like casual acquaintances who would kind of hang out in like group settings and then all of a sudden we realized we were like we got along so well and we like, became best friends and I was like, yes. what were we doing with all of the time before this we could have been best friends the whole time i know it's such a waste but you know what we made it there eventually That's we got matters. there i will say though the thing that i love about our friendship now is i truly feel like we're like a long distance couple because we go visit each other we like live in cities that are pretty close to each other so we go visit each other every few months or so and we like take turns visiting each other for the weekend and you're my friend that I do that most consistently with and people will be like oh no like why are you going out of town this weekend and I'm like guys it's my turn I gotta see Audrey I haven't seen Audrey (laughs) I have to go exactly like honestly Cammy is my wife and my husband what do you think are some of the most iconic moments of our friendship Hmm, most iconic moments of our friendship. I think definitely um, when we went in that hot tub, that was pretty iconic behavior of us. That was our last night for leaving each other in college. This is what I'm saying. Like, I was so devastated. We were like, we have to do all of our favorite things for the last time. <laughs> like, we were not, we really acted like we were never going to see each other again. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, always how it goes when you make, like, a really big life transition. Like, when I was in high school, I was so sad that I was, like, not going to be living with anymore. And now I'm, like, literally living with again. So I feel like it just, like, comes full yeah. circle. Like, if it's a true friend, you're not, like, going to just disappear when you move somewhere new. We did a bunch of stuff during the day, but I don't remember what. But then we broke into a hot tub. Yes. I feel like there's a lot of hot tub staples in our friendship. Like, I feel like we're frequently in a hot tub. Yes, I told another story on the podcast about a hot tub that Audrey and I were in, but I'm not going to say what episode, but real ones know. Audrey, um, Audrey used to live in this apartment that the, like, parking lot out back had, like, an alley right there, and there was a bunch of graffiti, and there was, like, a cartoon rat drawn, and we (laughs) we loved that rat like nothing else. Yeah, Cammie got a ring that says rat, and I like to think it's literally just because of that, and 
like an it is to our time there it's also because i am a little rat but it's also for 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 mr rat the graffiti and it was like a like a human size like it that's how giant. big this thing was it wasn't like a little rat it was yeah. like in at some point someone spray painted like pupils in on that rat's eyes and like didn't touch anything else which i thought was really strange like they just had to fix that one part of the graffiti like art so another fun memory is when you came to richmond and i like didn't know of anything fun to do so we ended up going to like the most heinous clubs that it was like a 12 dollar color <laughs> cover charge and it like wasn't fun at all so that was pretty funny What's what's weird about that club? Okay, first of all, it was like a techno club, but they just played the same. I'm kind of a techno hater, so this might just be my judgment also, but it confirmed everything I thought because they just played like one beat at one BPM the whole time. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, it was like the same song over and over again. I wish that you were here for this other like techno thing. One of my friends really into techno, and we went to like a weird warehouse rave and I kid you not it was the strangest experience of my life like I walk in and it's just like 12 dudes in baseball caps and like PBR and like the corner of this art warehouse and it was like it sounded like Spongebob music honestly <laughs> like you know when the jellyfish were like dancing in in the house is like vibrating that's yeah. what it sounded like I feel like PBR and rave warehouse doesn't make any sense it was me. like an elite group of like I don't know, like working class white Richmond men who love techno and like only wear like Carhartt. I don't know if that's painting a better picture. I'm weirdly, I weirdly kind of love that for them. Yeah. Do you remember also another time when I was visiting you in Richmond and we basically like fifth wheeled? Oh my God, yes, we went bowling. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> we had to like go to like four different bowling alleys because everyone had a wait it was like audrey's friend who was like on a date with a guy that she it wasn't like her boyfriend it was like a guy that she only sort of knew and then the bunch of random dudes we didn't know were also there so we had to like hang out with them and which they were fine but one of them had and this is to me the most richmond thing there possibly could be this one guy had a hoodie that said poetry in like bedazzled rhinestones. Do we hear something really embarrassing? Yes. Did you buy one? No, I liked him on Hinge and he like didn't like me back. Stone Cold. You don't need that, man. Girl, you can do better than that. I really don't. I really don't. But it's just like really fucking that is funny, very honestly. Fun. When I think about his like poetry hoodie. Also, because I asked him about it and he. I thought he would, like, laugh about it and be like, oh, isn't it funny? Like, I was like, oh, that cracks me up. And he was like, it is very symbolic. It was made by a special group of writers, and they all put their brains together to come up with this creative representation of what poetry means to us. And I was like, bruh, your hoodie has rhinestones on it. Like, you could, I... No, it was literally looked like you bought it at Claire. And it's like, I fuck with that. Like, if you like it, rock it. But it's the fact that he took it so seriously... This is Camelia. Please pick up the phone. We've talked about this a little. What do you think the like quintessential Richmond person like on a dating app or on dates is like? Okay, honestly, I'm not trying to be like 
conceited or something but for girls it's literally me I think is like (laughs) stereotypical Richmond dating app like I pink hair like septum piercing like bangs now like I don't know I'm just I feel like I'm very stereotypical Richmond in that aspect and then for dudes I feel like it's all over the place there's so many like quote-unquote alternative like people but I saw this I saw this funny post the other day and it was like I don't know if you've seen this meme format, but it's like, it's Richmond baby. And then it fills in like what everyone's doing. Like, and it it said like, it's Richmond baby. Everyone's a queer woman dating a straight man. And I feel like that's what Richmond is. Like it's just (laughs) a bunch of like really alternative, cool women, like dating just like the most random men. boys. Yes. What do you think the quintessential DC is? So for guys, it's definitely like a, um, a, like, consulting bro, like, someone who does, like, business and tech and, like, only owns, like, business casual wear. Yeah, like, takes their takes their facial shaving routine very seriously. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what it is for women, to be honest. I like to think we have a little more variety than that. Also, a lot of people do work um, on the Hill or, like, in politics to some degree. So definitely not everyone does, but... Yeah. That there are a lot of people who are like connected. I don't mean the stereotype. I'm obviously I like I have plenty of friends who work in politics and it's totally fine. But I've also been on several dates with people who like will mention it. Like they'll just name drop like politicians and or like and stuff as though I want to hear about your resume. <laughs> and it's so funny. I will fully stereotype and I don't even know shit about living in DC or dating anyone who is a politician, but like that to me sounds pretty pretty bad it's awful i don't know yeah wait we'll get back to this but before we get into the dating stuff um i wanted to talk about what we're talking about because we are doing we're doing a mini roast of ours and our friends worst experiences on dating apps and on in-person dates so i wanted to give i guess like not a disclaimer, but kind of an explanation because we wanted to do this. We've been talking about it for a while. We just thought it would be fun because like, I don't know. I love swapping bad date stories with my friends. Like it's just, it's an elite type of gossip. It's weirdly a good feeling. Like it's obviously a great feeling if a date goes well and you're really excited about the next date. But if the date goes really poorly and like in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I can't wait to go home and tell everybody. And also disclaimer, like, this is not meant to offend anyone. I'm sure that people have gone on dates with me and thought like, wow, that was kind of a bad date. Not every date is going to be good, but these are just fun stories for us to share with you guys. And hopefully you'll enjoy them as much as we have in the past. Most of these things are like more like personal preferences. This doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're undateable. It just means that like, whatever you did I found funny (laughs) or like was it really my cup of tea but um we are rooting for all of these people so it's not meant to be a slander of your character except the ones that are really creepy we're definitely going to cover a few that are really awful and we are that is a roast we are coming for you completely do you think you know like your red flags because like I'm also sure I'm sure people have come back from a date yeah okay what do you think yours are there's, like, superficial things that, like, people could call me out on, like, having, like, stick and poke tattoos and, like, having a shag haircut and, like, having a septum piercing. Um, and then there's, like, actual red flags of mine, which are, like, getting attached after the first date <laughs> and, um, like, 
not being able to talk to like more than actually I don't know if that's a red flag I don't know I was gonna say not gonna not being able to talk to more than one person at a time that's not a red but, flag um, okay but it's like we'll anyone could kind of take issue with anything if they just don't if they just have a different style but yeah I yeah. don't I don't know if I know all of mine but I I do talk a lot and I feel like like if you vibe with me and you like my personality that's probably fun but if you don't you probably think I'm so annoying <laughs> I also think another one of my red flags is like I want a, we've kind of talked about this before and I've changed my stance on it a little bit but like wanting the other person to like pay for everything mm. um it's like a bit of a red flag of mine um my red flag is that I work in technology oh yeah you're you're a computer science bro you need to alert the authorities like someone come get her also my hands are always covered in calluses from going to the gym which I feel like is kind of a red flag, but also I'm obsessed with having my nails done. So, which I feel like people also don't like, like some people don't like. Your nails are always cute though. Thanks. I like them too, but I feel like some people are like... Too high maintenance. Materialistic. To which I say, yes, yes I am. My Another red flag of mine is that I like cannot cook for shit. That's okay. Get you a house gender neutral spouse. <laughs> That's the plan. House spouse! House spouse! House spouse! Why don't people say that instead of, like, housewife? House spouse is so cute. Shall we get into it? Let's get into it. Maybe first we should talk about what it's even like being on the dating apps, because I feel like being the first generation to really have dating apps, they're so weird. It's weird to just have, like, a book of people in your hands at all times. It is super weird. Like, as someone who was in, like, a relationship for a really long time, I have had obviously never been on a dating app until like after college Mm -hmm. which is kind of an interesting thing in itself and I don't really know what I was expecting but like it isn't what I was expecting and it's also like kind of addicting like yeah they definitely gamify it yeah it's like it's like they turn it into a game it's like how many people can I swipe on whatever whatever and it's just like Mm -hmm. it feels kind of icky I think that if you're on them for a while, I feel like you have to sort of self-regulate because, yeah, they're really addictive and you can stay on there forever. And then you start to get, like, more superficial the longer you're on there because you're just like, how many people are liking me or whatever? And it's like, these are actual people. These are, like, my neighbors. I remember seeing something once that was saying, like, social media has completely destroyed our concept of, like, how many people is a lot of people. Like, if you get, like, maybe, like, someone would be, like, Oh, I only got like 50 likes on my post. Bro, that's like 50 people. Imagine if like 50 people were in a room like right. you, like they liked your outfit or something. Like that's a lot of fucking people. And it's like when you get like all these likes on a dating app, it's like you don't really comprehend like that each like mm-hmm. is like an individual human being with their own life and dreams. And yeah, whatnot. they sort of start to like blur together, which is I something that I wrote down yeah. for being kind of annoying because I feel like people... Like, the way to combat that is you kind of have to be all out with, like, your personality and and your values and stuff, like, on an app. Because you really don't have a lot to go off of, even if you have some pictures and, like, some bio or prompts to go off of. It's, like, really not a lot to get to know, like, a whole human being. And people will put the most generic stuff in there. And I'm like, I'm trying to decide whether I like you or not. And I don't know what to do if you're just like, oh, I want someone who's like spontaneous. It's like, great. And? Okay, I have to say I'm guilty of having like really fucking boring bios on dating apps. My When I had Tinder, 
I think my bio was like literally said like my hair is pink now because I had pictures with like different colored hair oh my god you're the problem I literally am Tinder is harder though because one just a bio is like I feel like it's easier to answer prompts on like hinge or does bumble do prompts um no they it's like just like more bio okay but the problem was this is why i'm annoying is because i would get genuinely annoyed when people would message me and would just like talk about my hair but that was the only thing i gave them so i was like <laughs> like what do you expect? well that's what's yeah that's what's hard about it is like trying to make a, a genuine conversation out of something yeah when you like don't know somebody you know what else I hate, though, is people who all they talk about is their travel. Oh, my God. You're so... I hate people who think that traveling is a personality. It's, like, literally... Yeah. It's, like, you're just rich. <laughs> no. I have to tell you about this this guy who went to my high school. He posted on Facebook, and I was on Facebook for, like, a very rare occasion because I'm never on there. And he had just gotten back from, like, study abroad in, like, some country like maybe it was Iceland or something and he was like I highly encourage everyone to study abroad don't miss out on this opportunity and I was like are you fucking stupid like everyone wants to study abroad it's not like we're choosing not to because we don't want to go yeah. it's because obviously it would take money. the whole summer to travel across Europe if I could do that <laughs> like you would not believe the number of men I've had actively insult me to my face and then th- somehow not realize that they're insulting me, like think that that's a flirting move. Which also I should say, I'm a straight lady, so all of my stories are about men. But obviously, these types of asshole things don't just apply to men. I just only date men. Yeah, we're going to get into the crimes of women in a second. <laughs> okay, great. Someone did insult me. But they insulted, like, my chart, so I feel like that's not really that Sorry, your, your astrological chart? Yeah. That's a low blow. I They're know. Like, your birth time is bad. They asked me what my, um, what my, like, big three is, and I told them, I'm not going to reveal it on here because that's sensitive information. <laughs> and they just replied, oof, and then unmatched me. Stop. I was like, God damn. That's really picky. Yeah. Honestly, I understand my chart is like a little bit scary, but it's not that bad. What does your chart say about you? I'll reveal this. You guys are getting the juicy stuff today. Exclusive. Um, I'm a Virgo sun, a Sagittarius rising, and a Gemini moon. So basically, I'm like toxic as well. Wait, is that what that means? I don't. People really don't like Sagittarius. Sagittarius? I don't know how to fucking say it. And Gemini. So like... I just think that's funny because I feel like we have, our friendship is one of my least complicated friendships. We have no issues ever. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what? I'm going to take this praise and I'm just going to absorb it and we're going to move on and we figured it out. I'm not toxic. Thank you, Cammy. <laughs> well, if you ever decide to be toxic, just your chart will support you, I guess. Yeah. I haven't had this happen really on dating apps, but I've had this happen to me a lot in person. Um, I've literally had people insult my hobbies, like insult me for doing comedy or for having a podcast. And it's people that were actively hitting on me. It's not like they were just bullying me. So I'm like, I don't understand how you think that this would get you anywhere at all. Like, how would I ever respond well to that? It's the fucking dudes who like haven't grown out of negging. Like they think that that's actually a way to pull women and that they're going to get laid from doing that. Right. And this is, okay, one of my least favorite things that somebody can do on a date ever 
is psychoanalyze me sort of or like try to explain me to me Mm -hmm. and I've also seen this happen a weird amount where people would be like oh I can tell like you're like this you're like that you have this vibe and I'm like you don't have to explain me to me like I'm me I know me pretty well (laughs) like you don't need to tell me what I'm like as a person because I'm pretty sure I know it better in my entire life than you do from knowing me for an hour mansplaining alert this one guy told me he was like I can tell you're like kind of insecure like why would you say that (laughs) i was like okay thank you for your contribution to nothing that i ever asked that's crazy and also you're not like other girls and just like if you need to like put down everyone else of my demographic in order to like lift me up like that's not a compliment yeah if I, I can't believe people still do that. It's ridiculous. All the time. All the time. Like, I don't ever want to hear you're mature for your age. I don't ever want to hear that's crazy. I usually have such a bad time on dates, but like, I'm having a good time with you. It's like, why would that be a compliment? It's like, what you're saying right there is like, oh, I hate women, but you're all right. Like, that's not a compliment. Men are really brave about their hatred towards women. Like, you think they would at least keep it a secret, but they're like, nah, let me tell this girl that I met 30 minutes ago. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it so much. I feel like a lot of my experience on dating apps, well, there's honestly, like, you would think that my experience with men and women would be, like, vastly different, but it kind of wasn't, like unfortunately guys like this is a blow to the women I mean, that makes sense i think but, like, like women are not yeah. really that much better than men when it comes to dating i don't know i think it's like being an asshole is just yeah like just people are assholes. for everyone unfortunately but um i don't know i feel like a lot of people that i interacted with just like i literally felt like they treated me like i was like a prized pig or something like it was just very odd like, there was this one guy on Hinge who messaged me and just said, like, give me one good reason to take you out tonight and I'll do it. And I was like, give me one fucking reason to take you out. Like, what am I? Like, I'm not just an prize for you. Like, it's just so weird. And it's just like, why do you think that I have no opinion on who I want to date? Like, you think that just because you like me on a dating app that I feel like I need to go out with you or I'm going to die? Right. Well, I think it's, like, people really don't understand the, how, like, what they say is received. Because I'm sure that guy probably was like, ooh, this is so bantery and flirty. And you were like, I don't know you. And now you're asking me to, like, compete for you and impress you? Like, I'm, like, an entertainer? Yeah, exactly. I'm not here for that. It's like, if you don't want to go out with me, I'm not going to convince a stranger to go out with me. I I dug this out of the archives. I really went deep in my screenshots for this episode. Um... But this guy just said, we should hook up. Um, And I just thought it would be funny to kind of, like, mess with him a little. So I was like, give me a couple reasons why I should do that. And then he goes, one, I'm signed to Soldier Boy. What? (laughs) Two, I'm a platinum artist. Three, we're both sexy. Okay, I actually kind of, like, that's kind of funny. I think that's so funny. (laughs) This guy um, messaged me on a dating app and said, You certainly caught my eye, Camellia. You strike me as the adventurous type and trouble with your striking eyes and bright smile. Dot, dot, dot. I'm curious. Like, this man did a deep dive into 
what he thinks my personality like what that in what world am I supposed to be like oh my god you think I'm an object you think I'm 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 trouble and you're curious to solve my mystery like he wants a troubled woman who's like going to like I don't this like gives me manic pixie dream girl vibes this this is another one along the same vibes this is also very manic pixie dream girl to me this prompt says i'm looking for someone who can have a deep conversation but is also a little wild and knows how to have fun and to me like that feels sexual like that feels like that guy was like i would like a woman who can perform sexual favors for me and then go home immediately i also feel like that describes literally every single person like there's something called duality and it's like almost every single person unless they're like a total rock can have a deep conversation and then also has like a fun side like that's pretty normal yes yes and i have a lot of really weird ones there was that guy who um communicated with me exclusively via audio message on hinge which i didn't even know was like a application you could use until this dude (laughs) and he made his voice sound like super super deep it was like unnaturally deep and he was like hi audrey (laughs) (laughs) and he was just that's so scary and he he was just like having a full-on conversation with himself he was like do you smoke weed oh let me look at your profile real quick and it was just really odd and that's i don't know it just geeks me were you responding with audio no no i was responding (laughs) with text messages because i'm not a psychopath you would think that he would get the hint like but why would you keep sending audio messages if the other person isn't? He needed me to hear how sexy his voice was. It was a must. Hello, Audrey. That, I'm Freddie. That's pretty much what it was like. Oh, God. I hate that. Um, I once went out with a guy who I thought was ghosting me. And I was kind of surprised by that because I, I don't know, I thought things were going well. So I was like, well guess I'm getting ghosted that's how that goes and then after two weeks I heard from him and it turns out that he had been in the hospital what what, did he tell you what happened no so then I was like bro am I about to get crazy and like start calling hospitals I hope no one would lie about this but I think that's so funny yeah Jesus also I'm like what if I was the last person he saw and I somehow like sent him into the hospital oh my god that's fucking crazy Oh my god, okay, I, this is, this is so weird to me. I know this one guy who will, like, post on his Instagram story when he breaks up with a girl. That is red flag behavior. That's truly appalling. But he'll post about it casually. Like, he won't be like, you know, Kayla and I are no longer together. Like, it's not like an announcement. He'll just be like, single now, like, about to go get tacos. And I'm like, what? It's like a selfie. Yeah, he'll be like, <laughs> dumped a girl. Imagine like, a man breaks up with you and then you see his Instagram story and it's like, I'm free, hit me up. Right, literally, I'm like, I hope those girls don't follow him. This is this is such a pet peeve of mine. It happens to me all the time. For some reason, people don't just compliment brown eyes. I have brown eyes. And for some reason, instead of just being like, I like your eyes or like not commenting on my eyes at all, people will so regularly like, try to pretend like my eye color is something different they'll be like oh like are your eyes like a little green and it's like no they're not they're not green they're not gray they're not gold they're not hazel i have a mirror i've lived with them my whole life they're definitely just brown and i think it's so funny that people will be like no i think there's like other colors in there and it's like 
I know what I look like. Are you like a big eye person? Like, are you into eyes? Um, I guess, but I also kind of feel like everybody has nice eyes. You know what I mean? Like, I've never seen someone's eyes and been like, meh. Yeah, um, that was actually the first message that sent to me was that I had nice eyes. Oh, I like that. Like, I think that's a nice compliment. I just think it's funny that people would have, I'm like, you can just tell me I have nice eyes and that they're also- we don't have to pretend that they're something that they're not. On that note, I also had a guy on a date ask me if I had freckles. Um, which I very visibly do. Did he, did he have some vision problems where he was unable to see? No. I super awkwardly was just like, no, I think I just have some moles. And he was like, cool. And I was like, what is this? That's cool that you have some moles. Something else that I hate to see is when people ask you like a lot of questions about yourself in a way and people do this on the apps and then also like when you actually get to being on a date with them where it's like they're so serious that you feel like you're literally at a job interview I don't really like getting like a lot of questions thrown at me especially if it's like I haven't been on a first date yet right because I feel like I'm the type of person where I don't really want to talk that much before a first date because like I want there to be conversation on the date like same if i'm gonna ask you like oh what do you do or like what's well, like i don't want a pen pal i'd rather just get to the date yeah, part in the same way but especially if they're about work that's so annoying to me because it's like i think i have more than just my job like obviously people can ask me about it but yeah i think it's weird when people ask like on and on and i've literally had people ask me my salary on a date that's fucking rude like, that is so inappropriate or people will be like what's your plan for the future and it's like not you, buddy. But it's like, why would you? It's like, if you're going to ask me a bunch of questions, at least ask them about like who I am as a person. Yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. This one was also really funny. This is another just like, just ridiculous one. One time years ago, my friend wanted to buy drugs and she asked me to go with her. So I went with her. She got what she needed and then we left. And then later on that week, I got a text from like an unknown number and literally her dealer had asked her for my number because he decided he was into me. Dude, that's so powerful of you. But the message he wrote was so like, he was like, hey, like, I don't know if you remember me. We like met and like talked a little bit earlier this week, but like, yeah, it was just really, and I was like, yeah, you sold my friend drugs. Like, I that honestly, you pull like, no, like, I've never had that. I don't know that that's a good thing though. <laughs> yeah maybe not also this is a big ick for me if your instagram handle is not either just your name or something that's like funny or like you know something you like Mm -hmm. if like i've seen several guys who have these instagram handles that are like hockey king 8842 or something or it'll it'll sometimes it's even like a skin color like they'll be like pale skater boy yeah they'll yeah they'll be like pale underscore underscore skater boy that's like very that's giving middle school to me yeah like why do you still have that like if it's still like i am the lightning (laughs) 420 like change that shit that's so weird that's pretty funny i'm going to speed round some bad prompts and we can just react to them I'll know I've found the one when they know and have realized that there's no such thing. The one isn't a single person, rather the unity or oneness two people strive to create. That gives me like, I'm going to tell you your mental illness isn't real because I believe in karmic cycles vibes. Right. (laughs) Like, why is it so intense? Like, it's not that serious of a question. Like, oh no, I found the one. It's just supposed to be something you like. Yeah. 
Um, my love language is screeching into the void like a lost bat hyped on truck stop caffeine pills. I kind of like that. I feel like I would swipe on that. Is that red flag of me? No, some of these are just, like, they're just funny. Yeah. Um, this could be us. And then it's a picture which says, damn shoddy, let's listen to Beach House. Nice. Like, I kind of like, like that. that too. <laughs> Hold on, this is one of my favorites. I'm looking for... A sense of humor, a taste for adventure, a healthy glow, openness, confidence, humility, appetite, appetite. intuition, smart-ass comeback, presence. Wow, he's looking for a whole new thing. What is this list of <laughs> list of attributes? And also, they don't go together. That's really odd. Like, what does appetite mean? I geek out on sexy Pete Buttigieg dungeon fantasies. That strikes me as a very DC thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the only one. There's also, I'm weirdly attracted to Jill Biden. Not Jill. Leave her alone. Do you remember when we went to that comedy show and that guy like made a berating joke about Nancy Pelosi or something? And then he looked at me and was like, sorry, I bet that offended you. <laughs> And I was like, yes. um, I'm actually alright. That was so funny because he was so off on his, like, why Why would that bother? Like, but who is so into Nancy Pelosi that they're, like, really bothered by that? Obviously, you know? that's what I look like. That's what the impression of myself is to others. Wait, this one says, I'm looking for girl. I'm looking for a woman. Like, do less. We'll get along if you're a home buddy with some curvature. All caps, exclamation mark at the end. Oh my god. You're a homebody with some curvature. Curvature is the funniest way I've ever seen somebody talk about a woman's body. Yeah, it sounds like a math equation. This one is a picture. His first photo is him with a toothbrush in his mouth. That's a little scary. Okay, I don't think anyone else will think this funny, but this is what I order for the table, whiskey on the rocks and beer. But the capitalization, like it's like capital whiskey on the capital rocks and capital beer. And I think that's so He thinks ridiculous. it's a title or something. And beer. Beer. This is a comment from my Instagram, but this man I don't know said, your eyes have the ability to raise a tsunami into the calmest sea. Has anyone ever told you what it could do to a man's heart? Okay, Edgar Allan Poe. I'm not in the photo in this post. <laughs> oh, what? It makes it so much funnier to me. It's not a picture of me. It's a picture of, like, the outdoors. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay, wait. I'm going to play a couple of voice prompts out loud. Okay. And I want to hear your live reaction to them. I'm very excited because they're so insane. I once heard a voice prompt from a guy who was just talking about how he hated lettuce. That's such a weird thing to hate. Like, I feel like I've never felt that strongly about lettuce. Here we go. Don't be late. If you have an agreed upon time that you will meet with any person, please try your best to keep that time or even be five or ten minutes early. Because if you don't, then you are going to be wasting that person's time. It's okay if you're late once or twice. Just be communicative about it. But if you're not, and you're consistently late, that means that you do not value that person's time, and you don't value your own time. So just please, try not to be late. Be time manageable. Be time manageable? <laughs> he talked about it for so long, dude. That's like 30 seconds of, like, you must be on time. Actually, be early. Actually, <laughs> be five to ten minutes early. 
he said be time manageable is not how, how that word is supposed also to it's even funnier because the photo of him is him with like holding a banana up to his ear like him posing with he's a trying banana. to be silly and goofy but it's like that's a fair thing to be like i you know i don't like people who are late and don't tell me like it's like if if being on time is the most important thing to you that you needed to make it a voice prompt okay wait they only get worse from here to be fake he's like yeah that is not sexy that is really really scary probably ruin you but i know you'll still take the chance um so that's that oh god should i get into what the richmond gay community is like yes please well, the thing about Richmond is it's really fucking small, and then it's, like, when you have a subgroup in a group, so, like, gay women and non-binary people, like, that's even a smaller group, so, like, everyone literally knows everyone. A great exhibit of this was I went on a date with this girl, and she ended up ghosting me. Woohoo. Um, but then, like, it's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Um, and then a couple weeks later, I went on a date with this other girl. And I figured out that they were literally best friends. Like, they had gone on a trip together, like, on a country camping trip. They, like, were co-workers. They were literally besties. And then I had to sit through the rest of the date knowing that I had, like, really liked her friend. And she ghosted me. And now I was on a date with, like, her bestie. And that's that's just shit happens all the time. And I was talking to the, the second girl about it. And she was saying that, like, that wasn't even the first time that it had happened to her. And I was like, yeah. Oh, too small. It's too fucking small. And I don't know. Also, I've had so many people ask me if I want to have a threesome. Like, so many. Yeah. And the worst offender was honestly this girl who, like, lured me in. Made me think that she, like, wanted to get to know me. And then she goes... Mm-hmm. So on my Hinge profile, it used to say that I lived in all, which is a neighborhood in Richmond. And she was like, after we had had a, like, a pretty long conversation, she goes, my boyfriend lives in all. We should all meet up sometime. And I was like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Like, are you joking? That's so like, awful. It was, it was just so weird because she had absolutely no mention of the fact that she had a boyfriend on her profile. And I was like, girl, you can't do this to people. Like, um, Fuck, I had a story related to that. Oh, oh. So that actually happened to, um, to a friend of mine who, like had a guy that she had been seeing and then they all had kind of like you know some some like group of friends they were all kind of hanging out like her friends and his friends and then people started going home and then it was just like her the guy she was seeing and one of his friends who was visiting him from out of town so it was like staying with him so they were like oh do you want to keep hanging out and she was like sure so they end up like hanging out on the roof of this guy's building and just, like, sitting up there and, you know, cracking a beer or whatever. And all of a sudden, 
like she said they went to the bathroom together like in hindsight they must have like talked about it then and then they came back up and kind of sheepishly were like like the one guy who she had been seeing just him like he came back up and was like so like do you want to have a threesome with like me and my friend who's in town and she was like what no that literally sounds like the plot of like broad city episode it's just really very odd to me that you think just because i'm a bisexual woman that i want to have a threesome with you and your musty boyfriend like i really don't and cammy the the boyfriend is always (laughs) their boyfriend is always not cute not cute at all yeah like you're like would you like to break up with him and date me it's like girl do you need to be freed do i need to call someone maybe that's why she's trying to have a threesome maybe i don't know Trying to get a break from that man. I'm trying to think of the profiles that I would see. It'd be like, um, my boyfriend's okay with me hooking up with girls as long as he gets to watch. And then it's like the boyfriend in the corner is like, looks like a Muppet. <laughs> but also like, why would like, that? Why would I want to partake in that? No, I've heard that happens to a lot of people. I just haven't really had that. But what does happen to me, like a weird amount more than it should is getting like vaguely fetishizing messages about my job that's weird it's a sentence i really didn't think that i would ever say but i've gotten so many like first messages from men on hinge being like oh she's a software girl and especially combined with the fact that i'm very into fashion so a lot of my photos on there are like cool outfits i like that i've worn and people would be like a like when she's a when she's a software engineer but she can like rock some cool shoes and i'm like what what first of all those two things are not mutually exclusive those two things can very easily go together but also like why are people so excited about the fact that i'm a woman instead i think it comes back to the like the fact that a lot of men just unfortunately don't see women as people so when they're presented with like a woman who is multifaceted and has different interests and like is really smart and does cool shit they're like oh my god this is the one woman alive who isn't a complete fucking like dumbass she's not a moron this man said you're so pretty i think it's a swee girl thing and swee is software Mm -hmm. engineer like you could have just said i'm pretty what and then yeah, this guy said, never thought I'd see a software engineer be able to rock those shoes. Yes, everyone knows that if you're a software engineer, you actually have to be barefoot 100% of the time. I feel like the shoe that correlates to software engineering is like those running shoes that have an outline for each of the toes. Oh um, this man said, so you like sweatpants and you're a software engineer? You're a catch. People really like the fact that you're a software engineer. The only thing people would say about my job is they'd be like, what is a copywriter? And I'd have to explain it to them. There's so many like creepy sorts of fetishizing things. Like there's never a reason to like sexualize someone's background or demographic in any way. It's just nasty. Their job, which again, I didn't know was a thing. Or... um like commenting on people's bodies too much like there's just you don't need to start off creepy yeah right like i've had people like i post um a fair bit of like news current events political stuff on my instagram and i've had several people like at least three slide in my dms using politics as a way to try and get with me that's disgusting but i will raise you one 
I once had a guy slide into my DMs after I shared a post that my aunt's dog had died. <laughs> That's appalling. It's truly terrifying. What did he, he say? He was just like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. He was like, and then he brought up like something that, because we, we were sort of in similar classes and he like brought up an outfit that I had like worn earlier that week. And I was like, jail, jail time. One time I was on a date with a guy and at that time I was like working a part-time job, like teaching at a summer camp. And he was like, ooh, I bet you're like a hot no. teacher. And I was like, I work with children. What? No. That's so nasty. Ew. A lot of these are funny and, and weird or like a little annoying, but like definitely there are some real like murdery oh, yeah. vibe things that I have experienced. I start. Um, these are examples from my friends, not me. A disclaimer, because I didn't have enough screenshots to fill this episode but so you're fine i'm just suffering eternally um, so this is a pretty scary one genuinely okay my friend on her hinge one of her profiles was like all i ask is that blank and you fill it in so hers is all i ask is that you don't murder me pretty common nothing you know groundbreaking but someone fucking responded to the what's it called someone responded to the prompt and said just the words can i eat you <laughs> not what i thought you were gonna yeah. say oh my god okay Hannibal Lecter. Like, that's genuinely scary oh my goodness that's so gross it is gross this one guy we had been talking for a little bit on hinge and i thought he seemed nice and then he messaged me that he saw me walking around my neighborhood and then he like talked to me about how I looked like he was like he was like yeah blah 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 I saw you you were the one wearing this weren't you like you have a very intense walk like blah blah blah. I think you were headed to what so and so and I was like I was like oh my god I was so freaked out creepy I don't understand why people think it's like okay to do like you could just be like, oh, I think I saw you somewhere and not be like, I saw you at December 7th at 6.10 p.m. You were wearing a blue cardigan. <laughs> right, well, that's what was weird. He analyzed. Because I was like, I'm assuming you weren't out there to yeah. stalk me. And, you know, we just, like, live in similar places. But, like, why would you, like, ant- like that's creepy. You're going to kill me. <laughs> it's creepy. Another fun story from the same friend is, I don't know if this is, like, murdery vibes, but it's definitely quite weird. She was, like, getting ready to go on a date with this guy. 30 minutes before they were supposed to meet up, he messages her and says, just want to let you know I'm a virgin. Which is like, okay, dude, like, why are you telling this to someone you haven't even met? It's like, are you expecting to get late or something? Wait, okay, the opposite happened to me. And again, it's like, you just don't, if you haven't even met somebody, like, that doesn't need to be said. That's just not. I had a guy that I met um, in college. We met at like a party or something. And swap numbers. So I had technically met him, but like hadn't I didn't really know him. We hadn't really interacted. So we're planning our first date, and he asks um, if I want to come watch March Madness with him and some of his friends. Um, and I was very down for that. I really like basketball, so I was like, that actually sounds great. Like that sounds like a nice chill time. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna come pick you up. Blah blah. blah. Um, and then he's like, oh, by the way, like if you want to spend the night, like you can wear one of my shirts to sleep in. And I was like. What? I was like, well, I don't know you, so I'm not going to be spending the night, so I don't 
need a shirt, but thanks, I guess. Did you still go? No, it got worse. Hold on. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, but like, you know, in case you like want to, like he just, he kept pushing. He was like, no, no, no. But like, you're probably going to be like so tired. And I was like, ew, this went from like pushy to like really creepy and concerning. And I was like, I'm not gonna. But I was like, dang, I I thought we were going to watch basketball with your friends. And I was excited for that. And clearly that was not what he wanted to happen. Why? Just don't. Don't, like, make assumptions about what another person wants before you've literally even met them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had another guy. <laughs> this makes me laugh to this day. He, out of nowhere, messaged me that he was upset with me because I hadn't offered to send him nudes. King behavior. King. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like, he didn't even try to ask. He was like, ugh. You really should have offered by now. Like, ugh, women, don't you know better? <laughs> don't you know that the second you start talking to a man, it is common courtesy to offer him pictures of your naked body? I was like, oh, dang, dating is really different than I dating thought it was. Dating rough, dude. Like, it's, it can be fun, but it's also, like, really not fun. We also asked our friends for a bunch of submissions. So thanks, everyone who wrote in. We're very excited to share your stories. And I came up with a little scale for us to categorize things into. The lowest bar is yellow flag. Like, it's funny. It's not the best. But, like, mm, we could let it slide if, if you're if the rest of it's good. Like, could go either way. Next up is my friends have a nickname for you. If you're up to something, even if it's mild, like, my friends will be calling you by a weird nickname. Next is that was a choice, a.k.a. I don't know why you did it. It's your right to do whatever you want to do, but I don't know why on God's green earth you would choose to do this wacko thing. And then finally, Ted Bundy. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's read some submissions. I had a friend who once went on a date with a guy. It wasn't a very good date. It only lasted about 40 minutes. They were sitting together, um, drinking coffee in a park. And when she gets home, she follows the guy on Twitter and she sees that he had made like six tweets in the past hour while they were on their date and the worst part was he didn't do it on his phone he did it discreetly on his apple watch so he was tweeting about her and about the date during the date from his apple watch that is so rich when it hurts yeah it was pretty bad he was like i think this date's going really well and then it was like oh my god my date won't stop talking to her dad on the phone Bro, that is absolutely a choice and not a good one. Why? That's bonkers crazy. Okay, my friend said guys swiped on them on a dating app just to tell them to go on (gasps) routine. Ted Bundy, that's awful. I know. That's that's literally so mean. That's just bullying. Oh my god, wait, I totally forgot about this. Someone messaged me once just to tell me that I had a unibrow. (laughs) Yeah, someone messaged me on jail what is like this? nothing else just unibrow oh god like yeah since we're just labeling or picking apart each other jesus that's so yeah. awful like just keep your thoughts to yourself it's not hard so another one of my friends went on a date with this guy slept with him finds out that um the guy has a girlfriend but he was like oh it's okay i'm not cheating because i'm sleeping with a guy not a girl also yeah. ted bundy that's awful. And also it cheating. Is cheating. 
It's cheating and homophobic. Really the one The one-two punch. punch of cheating and homophobia. Okay. Hinge guy tells me I can stay at his house when I'm in town. Didn't say he lived with his parents. No. I would say that's the nickname one. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's really awkward. Like, could be worse, but definitely weird. Like, how are you inviting someone to stay at your house knowing you live with your parents? Um, another one was the same friend that, who had the horrible Apple Watch experience, poor girl, um, was talking to this guy and she went over to his house and she found out that she was also talking to his roommate at the same time because he was there. <laughs> that's just funny but so awkward for her first date he told me his hobbies were working out and listening to joe rogan anything (laughs) but that that was that was definitely a a choice um one of my other friends got mansplained to her about the lost colony (laughs) like she was just texting him and saying like random shit about the lost colony and he literally went off and was like I'll read it to you. I learned kind of recently that the current prevailing theory is that the colonists got involved in a political struggle between two native tribes, and that the reason no one remained and very little evidence of the colony was found was because the surviving colonists ended up joining one of the tribal societies and migrated west as nomads. Like, he just said that for no reason. That's so funny! What is that? Yeah, I don't understand why um, men exist, to be honest. Um, that's for sure nickname. Like, that's, that's like you're tacked up on someone's wall as like a do not, do not answer their phone call. First date, got lost on a drive. He went and peed behind a church. Mm. But the end to this, one and a half years later, still my boyfriend. Oh, I kind of love that. Weirdly wholesome. That's actually also happened to me, except that it was a little worse because this guy peed like right in front of the car. Like we were also out for a drive and he was like, oh, I really got to piss. And he just got out of peed. I was like, oh. Oh my God. Um, do we have any hope to give to give us some hopeful singles? Um, Hope. Well. I mean, there's so many good stories too, but those aren't as entertaining. And also it's like, honestly impressive. The... The variety of bad different dates can be, you know? Yeah. There's there's someone for everyone, you know? All these different things, like, they might annoy us, but they might be your favorite thing. So there's there's someone who thinks everything you do is, like, freaking perfect. Also, I think it's this is, like, so cheesy, but I really do believe in, like, divine timing or whatever. And it's just, like, you'll meet the people that you're supposed to meet when you're ready and... You might have to go through some weird experiences, but it's just gets to be a fun story to tell your friends. So. You've reached the voicemail of Camellia. Please hang up and dial again. for listening to this episode of pick up the phone our show would not be possible without the support of our amazing team our executive producer is camelia pastor our audio editor is camelia pastor our graphic designer is camelia pastor our marketing team camelia and pastor 
sales and analytics, Camelia Pastor, and of course this season's intern is Camelia Pastor. 